When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Cavalry Audio. Hi, Joe. Hey, uh, as we start this, I just I was thinking of something yesterday because I yeah. was in the gym uh, here at Lyft STL. Little shout out to my friends at Lyft STL. STL standing for St. Louis. Uh, and on the uh, congrats huh? on uh, lifting. You're freezing, you fuck. That wasn't nice, dude. <laughs> you know how stressed I am. Over my Wi-Fi, it's been a constant issue. Well, actually, it was going to be my point. So I'm in the gym, lift SDL. I'm I'm lifting my weights. I look up, and there's your lovely sister, Kate Geary Hudson, on television mm-hmm. on the Today Show Ninth Hour with Hoda and Jenna Bush Hager. And there she was mm-hmm. in all her glory, hair all crimped out, doing her thing. And mm. my only takeaway from it was she has amazing internet, and yours sucks. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, she's professional, and I'm not. You know, there's more at stake for her, and I think it goes with my personality, honestly, to not have sort of spotty Wi-Fis. Kind of my vibe. Yeah. You know, unless you're in business with you, like I am, and. You know, it becomes annoying, but it's also got to be annoying for our listeners. I, I feel like we need to change like our it. personalities at this point or really change our livelihoods because we, I feel repetitive for our listeners, which I hate. There's nothing worse. Like when I used to learn how to broadcast and I'd broadcast games into a tape recorder and I would listen to the tape on the way home with my dad and his Lincoln Mark 6 and then Lincoln Mark 7 and then Lincoln Mark 8 uh, <laughs> or, or however those denominations went over the years uh, I the one thing he would say is you need to listen to your stuff because you have to change it up. Not every ground ball to shortstop mm-hmm. is hit the same way. Not every fly ball is can of corn. Not every you, you need to variety is the spice of life. Variety is what keeps listeners excited and fresh to what they're listening Mm -hmm. to and yet you and i just kind of fall back into our typical bullshit your internet sucks (laughs) i'm a curmudgeon because you're late and you know it's (laughs) that's where we are two years in i I feel like it you're i i i I disagree i i just disagree i think that each week 
new things come up. And I think the beauty of this show is eavesdropping into our banter and I'm trying to understand what went on with us this week and, and have, have everyone sort of having um, a little peek into the lives of Joe Buck and Oliver Hudson. Yes, some things may be repetitive, but if you listen to Howard Stern, I mean, how many times does he say the same things over and over and over again? So many times. True. I think it is what gets us to really feel like we know him and we are a part of his life because he is repetitive. So now when people see us on the street, they might be like, Oliver, hey, man, how's your Wi-Fi? You know? Right. We're creating, we're Joe, creating something. Why are you such a high-strung type A asshole to your <laughs> friends and you, you, you make them go into some sort of anxious fit when your name and number comes up on their <laughs> cell phone? <laughs> Tell me about that. So yeah, that's that's kind of where we are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but but it's interesting you say that because uh, um, the cleaning lady was on last night, the show that I'm doing, and uh, you talk about being repetitive and and that advice that your dad gave you. And God, I hate fucking watching myself. I really do. It, it throws me into a, bit, a a funk. And Aaron was on last night, and she looked beautiful, and she was great. Um, but watching myself and watching a few of these scenes. I think, why are you being so repetitive? Why are you going down on every when you're finishing every line? You know, this is what's happening in my head. Yeah, but, but when you and say I, going I just, down, I, I know what you're saying, but for the listening audience, oh, sorry. Yeah, your, you're right. your inflection is being delivered yes. no matter the line <clears throat> in, this, in the same manner. Yes, it's everything ends with gong. Get get gong, get get gong. Right, <laughs> and I just you, you need crazy. a get get gong and it, a get get gong, or maybe a get go go gang gong gong. You need to do it like you know, Roberto really. Benini. You need to you need to. <laughs> hey, what, what happened? Unbelievable! <laughs> Roberto Benini was like the one hit wonder of filmmaking. I mean, he was the talk of the town. Academy Awards. His acceptance speech was incredible. He's flying all over the stage, and then. He's, He's gone. gone. Where, where is Roberto Benini? I mean, we should do a documentary on. That. We should searching for <laughs> Benini, Sur searching for Benini's Panini. I, yeah, that. But that movie was that was one of the few movies I saw with my mom and dad. Uh, it was me, my ex wife, who was then my wife, my mom and dad. We went to the theater to see that, and that was one of those where you watch it in the movie and you're just. I mean, I was a puddle. And then, and then you oh, watch it too. again, and it's like, eh, I don't know that I'm going to be a puddle again. <laughs> like, if, if I watch Schindler's right. List, which is kind of in the same vein, I'm a wreck every time I see it. Yes. If I watch The Natural, when he hits the home run at the end, yes. every time I cry. If I watch the movie Parenthood, and Steve Martin's running out to his son in center field on his knees because his son uh. was caught, I, and he's doing his Steve Martin dance— I I can't not cry. Yeah, but but you're missing one. You're missing a movie though. I mean, Old Yeller, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Yeah. Ah, oh, still every time, every time when they put him out on the field, Rudy, get it, stay in, stay in there, and he's like scrambling around. Yeah, you know, and then he sacks the quarterback. You're just like, what the fucking. Oh my yeah. god! And then I'm crying. Balling. And then, but but for yeah. I think it was it's a beautiful life. There, there. 
it was, yeah, isn't that the it. movie? A Beautiful Life or mm-hmm. something? There, there yeah, are elements yeah. to it that are like, oh my God, this is so heavy. And the way he is as a father in the midst of the worst mm-hmm. possible situation, he's trying to make it, for people who haven't seen the movie, it's definitely worth seeing for it the is. first it's time, for, for one time. He's he in the face of the worst possible situation. He's defaulting to being a great dad. Maybe we should have Roberto Benigni on this thing. I'm, I'm assuming be great. he's learned we some should. more English. We since since he won the Oscar twenty years ago. Yeah, but I, what is he doing? I mean, I literally, I think he did a movie after, and I've never, I haven't heard of him since. I'm gonna 100% Google his ass when we're when we're done with this. But do you think that there was ever? A sandwich created called the Benini Panini. <laughs> I mean, there must have been back then. It has a lot of spice. By the way, were there, it does. Were there paninis back then? I think so. A press sandwich is a panini. So there must have been a Benini Panini. Yeah, on set. Has They're like, uh, <laughs> what would you like, uh, little boy? And I, I think his actual wife played his wife in the movie. Yeah, she did. Um, yeah. But yeah, I first of all, I, I'd never expected to talk about Roberto Benini today. I, in fact, <laughs> I don't think I've ever well, talked about Roberto go. Benini. Here you go. So we we start with your sort of critique of our show, you know, being repetitive, and then we're talking about the you know Benini Panini. So this is very different. No, it is. It is. It is. Is that the same year in the Oscars? Because he won the Oscar and he was walking on the chairs and he got up there and he's like, I don't understand English. It's unbelievable. Was that the same year (laughs) that Halle Berry won? (laughs) For Monster, I think, maybe. Man, she has not aged. She's so beautiful. Oh, my God. She's just so sexy and so beautiful. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. 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 That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's called the Let's Get Canceled podcast. Yeah, no, but we I know. can admire sorry. somebody's sorry. beauty. Sorry that I think someone is beautiful and sexy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, watching the show drives me crazy. Aaron's in it. She looks great. She what does she play in the show? Enough, I know you've told us this. She plays my ex-wife. You know, she plays my ex-wife. And we talked about it uh when when it was actually happening. Um, but but she not was much. Great. I mean, I'm on I'm on this podcast a lot. I don't remember you talking we, much about Aaron being. I mean, you you kind of touched on it, but do you have scenes with her? Was it awkward? Was it? It's one scene, and I go and try to make amends. Not amends, but it's my son's birthday that I'm not allowed to go to, and and I go and I say, look, he's my son. Like, this is like Kanye. This I, is ripped right out. I of need the to headlines. be here. Yeah, I mean, Aaron and I are sort of like Kanye and Kim, just in real life, very right. similar. So easy to draw on for the scene itself in the, in the show. But <clears throat> it was my it was my favorite scene of the show, for sure. That we did that I was that I like I actually kind of liked it, um, and she was great. She was fun. It was really fun. But getting back to the whole thing, just watching myself drives me crazy. It it puts me in a bad mood and. I, I I don't know. I, I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. But you need it, it makes to, me upset. You need to remove yourself from your hyper aware critical mind and know that other people like watching it. So just 
understand that. No, I know, I know, I guess. And I just, I'm so critical of my face and my skin and I'm old and I'm wrinkled and this. Yeah, but I'll take you now. I just go I mean, nutty. I can talk about your looks without being canceled. I'll take you now as opposed to last night. <laughs> Michelle and I are on the couch and we're, we're, we're making our way methodically through the show Dave. Yeah. Have you ever seen Dave? Yeah. Lo I love, I, I watched the first season and absolutely loved it. It's it's phenomenal, and yeah. So amazing. we got to uh, we we get through it, and I'm flipping back on normal cable or satellite, and the first station that pops up is is I don't know somewhere up the line of my movie channels, and they're running uh, your show uh, Rules of Engagement. And there you are, mm. like I, I flip right over, and you're in a booth with Patrick Warburton <laughs> and your two respective wives, and uh -huh. uh, you're trying, you're ordering something about. Oh, you, you say something about ordering, wanting French toast, and you ask the lady, "Is it good?" And and the the server says. Yeah, we've got a guy on parole back there making uh, with stale bread, dipping it in eggs. It's great. I'll get you an order of it or whatever. And then the crowd, right. the, the uh, studio audience went crazy. Uh, they, go, they go nuts. Nuts. Right. Funniest thing they've ever heard. <laughs> not Eddie Murphy Raw, not Chris Rock. No. Not anybody. No. no this it is was it. that joke. <clears throat> that was the joke of all It changed jokes. people's lives. They walked out of like, oh, my God, this joke. I, I got to tell you this joke about French toast. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I turned it off like one second after that, and that that was kind of my last image uh, before I drifted off to sleep. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but my point was, your hair's short. I would say mm -hmm. you look um, facially like a, a, a young man, a younger man than you are now, but I, I don't think you look – I think you look more rugged and more – more handsome now than you did back then. That's that's my two-bit mm -hmm. analysis on you on rules no, of engagement. You, you look like Joe. a baby face, kind I of a know. pudgy face guy. Yeah. You're thinner overall, but Aww. you're a pudgier face guy. Now you're heavier overall, but you're a thinner faced guy. I don't understand that. Right. That's weird. I guess I guess you just lose collagen. You know what I mean? Like as you get older, everything just you just lose all the all that beauty. Right. You know, all that collagen that keeps you sort of, youthful. you know, plump. Plump. And then now, and now your face is just is just adhering to it your skeletal sinks into structure. Each, oh, it's the worst. And your eyes just sort of sink into the back of your head. You know what I mean? Like your brow sort of, you can only see half of, of, of vision because your brow is covering half your eye. And I mean, look at Robert but, Durst. Hey, look at what happened to him. I mean, for God's sake. Holy shit. How about that he, guy? He's gone. Talk about but, uh, his face. I know. You know, I guess that's what Ugh. happens, you know, when you're Robert Durst. But, you know, for you, you're you're not in Robert Durst land, but, yeah, you could stand some filler or something to kind of plump that little face of yours up. <laughs> well, you know, I um thinking about it. I actually put out a poll on, on Instagram of whether I should I saw do that. How'd it go? I didn't weigh in. Botox. Yeah, and you should have, and that's uh, that's offensive. But I uh, most the majority said no. Majority said no. I think I think around forty fifty thousand people 
saw it. I'm not sure every one of them participated in the poll, but it was about, it was almost 70, 30, probably 64, you know, 36. Good math. That's by you, where we he, were. Here's what that. I hate about those posts. That's basically <laughs> you saying, will everybody on my Instagram tell me how cute I am and good looking? It's like when, you know, my wife will do that. And I love her. There's no greater person walking the planet than than Michelle Mary uh, Beisner. Here we go. But it's you, like. You got to say that. Yeah, yeah. That this. goes, you know, it goes with saying, not without saying. But it's. All right, you I see know. some <laughs> of these posts and you know the ulterior motive. You know the ulterior motive. Nobody's posting a shitty picture of them in front of the most beautiful sunset of all time. They'll 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 do a lesser picture of the sunset with a better mm-hmm. picture, but the caption is about the sunset. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But but the picture is about I that. do. Uh, I don't disagree with you, but there is uh, the, the, I don't I do not think that hard. I do not calculate that far in advance. For me honestly it was trying to be self-deprecating, you know, and to show that I'm a wrinkly old bag. Um, you know, and, and even my post for the show was was like, you're going to see all kinds of rainbows. You're going to see all the colors in the rainbow from uh, a scene that's like, yeah, it's pretty good. And then a mediocre scene where you're kind of, that's uh, all right. And then some bad ones where you are not, you're questioning why I made that choice and whether I'm even talented or not this is the caption that i wrote from my instagram post you know so that that's just sort of my humor and it it, it honestly um it's a it's a, it's a pressure valve it, it almost releases some fears if we're going to get into the psychology of that by me posting that it, it helps me a yeah. little bit by already telling the audience like i don't think i'm good so it's okay if you don't too yeah i think everybody does that everybody has the self-deprecation mode to kind of disarm. I, I have a friend mm-hmm. whose significant other is like that. Like the minute you see them, they're coming in. It's actually a little bit different, but but it's all about disarming the audience. However you feel in your mind, mm-hmm. you have to do it. And then then you come in after that. Like some then then the comments, you feel better about whatever's said because you've given them the green light to say something not flattering yes but but when you do get comments that are flattering well then it, it means i would imagine even more and and you're almost making people subconsciously just try to refute your yes yes but at the same time you know almost 40 percent said yeah go fucking that's what you're that's what you filler. fixate on the 40 percent, not the 60 percent, <laughs> not the 34 and the the no no 36, no, no. no or 64 and 36. it's not a hundred it's not a hundred so you wanted a hundred you wanted a hundred percent of the people to say you're perfect yes. the way you are yes yes so now there's going to be a little uh you know just a little just a little so you're going to do something and then i come out um, probably, probably, you know, I'll at least do some sort of a, you know, like a, a laser or, or some sort of a face something. I'm not sure about needles quite yet, but maybe, I mean, I have no fucking problem with it, to be honest with you. Everybody in Hollywood does it. People who you would never even think would have anything touch their face do. And I know these things. 
So I don't really have much of an issue. No. I don't want to look like Wayne Newton. You know what I mean? I'm not down to sort of just have a frozen face. But if I can just clean my shit up just a little bit. Would you say that to Wayne Newton's frozen face? Well, I would, and I I wouldn't know how he's reacting. So it would be good. Wayne, is that okay? (laughs) I don't know if he's he's angry or happy or thought it was funny. Hey, he's held up. (laughs) May we all live and prosper as long as Wayne Newton has done his thing and on the sure. Las Vegas strip. And if you if it makes you feel happy and good then fuck it, great. I don't I don't give a shit. You can do whatever the hell you want. You know, for me, I, there's no I had there's no shame in it. So I might give it a shot. What I don't want is to freeze up and look like a crazy person, but if I go to the right guy who I'm I'm friends with someone who's like the best and a, a great golfer and a, a good buddy of mine. You just do a little maintenance deal. No one would even notice if I didn't say anything on this podcast. Right. The problem is, and, and this is so fucking vain, and people are probably turning it off right now, but it's just, I just look crepe. My, my skin looks like it's falling off my bones. And this is my own shit. By the way, Aaron, it, it, last night she goes, you need help. You need fucking therapy. You need to get back on the couch because you're crazy, you know? Yeah. Which I probably am. I probably am. Anyway, I'm just voicing my I think we all are when it comes to our own situation. And and if you're not, you're a narcissistic freak, I think. Most people are insecure, especially Mm -hmm. walking and living in the world we live in now that's just there to beat your ass down and and try to make you feel like you don't measure up and you know you're not as great as I don't name the the hottest actor going today. Who would that be for a male? Bradley Cooper? Some anything that 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 mm, guy signs sure. up on? He's, yeah, the guy's probably yeah. filled with insecurities. And, and Paul Rudd, all these of guys, you know, the sexiest man in the world. Yes. They're all they're all insecure. It's just a it's just yes. a, a you know everybody deals with their own shit. That's just the way it works. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. Speaking of that, and then we'll get off this whole vanity looks thing, but you fucking look good in the game the other night. I I was like, yeah, dude. No glasses, a little bit rugged. The cold kind of did you good. Yeah, I think I'm good in in frozen. I thought you looked good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. you and did. when you texted me that, I will say that as the game wore on, and and I had another friend, Johnny O'Donnell of uh, of you know the golf clothing apparel lines. Like, man, you're having the best hair day you've ever had in your life. And uh, yeah, hair looks fucking on point. And and you know that's just thanks to Doctor Parsa Mohabi and the, and the crew there. And uh, but but it made me feel good. Like the next time we came on camera i was like okay i I've, i'm ahead of the game here so i'm not gonna ha- i'm gonna take the insecurity <laughs> out of my mind and i'm just gonna actually eliminate that and just talk about the game that i'm doing for what turned out to be like the biggest saturday night audience uh in 28 years or something so it almost 40 million it really people. Yeah, it, was, it was the biggest saturday night audience on television since an Olympics back in the wow. whatever, like the mid nineties. Yeah, ninety four wow. Olympics. I what think. do you what do you attribute that to? Do you think? well just the the, the popularity of popularity football, football or the game itself? The snow globe effect of if I'm at home, you know, large 
portions of the country are in freezing temperatures right now. So who's really going mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. that much? And if I'm at home and I'm in my warm house and I turn on the TV and there's a live event going on with snow falling where you've got Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers against San Francisco and and why not? Why wouldn't you watch that? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of things mm-hmm. kind of conspire to, to make it a big audience. I didn't think it'd be that big. And I'm sure I didn't see Sunday nights, but that crazy Bills Chiefs game. Dude. Oh my God. Which, crazy. you know, is just, they do these win probability graphs that somebody mm-hmm. did a freeze frame or a screenshot of, of the last two minutes where I think 25 points or something were scored in the last, inside yeah. the last two minutes, which is hard to wrap your head around, but it was just going up, down, up, down, up, down. Like, one team was at 99%, now the other team's at 99%. Now the other team's at 99%. That's why it's it's one of the greatest wow. games ever, and I will go to my grave thinking that Buffalo, that took the lead late in regulation, blew it by not making Kansas yeah. City field the kickoff and burning yeah, at least six seconds to where Kansas City would have had time for one play, and, and it's over. Yeah. Instead, they kick it out of the back of the end zone. No time comes off the clock. It's still impossible to think that any team can get down the field in 13 seconds. seconds. Got it. But still, I mean, just take as much time off as you can because you've got Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill and that whole – they'll shred you. Yeah, I know. I can't can't believe it. I I can't believe it. And I was was wanting the Bills. I I love Josh Allen. I think he is such a stud. And, and it was the greatest <clears throat> playoff game I think I've I've ever seen. I mean, it's definitely top. Yeah, three. it's it's on the list now I've, because I read all this football stuff now. It's it's on people's lists of like top five all time, and and that's mm-hmm. going back in you know deep history. Yeah. Oh, we were screaming the whole time because I don't really have a dog in the fight. You know what I mean? I I don't care who wins. I did want Buffalo to win. But it didn't really matter. The game itself was just. I fantastic. truly admire both. Sometimes you lie about this stuff. It's like you going on a late night show and somebody going, "What do you think your latest movie?" You're never going to go. Eh, it's okay. It's the greatest mm-hmm. thing you've yeah. ever made, and so you lie publicly <laughs> right. for your own benefit. I will tell right. you that Patrick Mahomes. I say this on the air. I say this more off the air. Is legitimately one of the nicest most kind superstar athletes i've been around in my life and he does stuff when Mm -hmm. you talk to their pr staff they're like you can't believe this guy he'll go to hospitals without camera crews he'll he'll go to a uh a little league baseball game and talk to kids he'll he does stuff not for the pr opportunities and the photo ops he does stuff because it's important to him as the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Kelsey's an unbelievable guy. I mean, they're just – and Andy Reid is a guy we've covered forever. So I love those guys. I, I I really – they're easy to root for, and yet I don't know Josh Allen at all. I love their head coach, Sean McDermott. It was in Philadelphia forever and used to talk to him all the time, but I haven't really talked to him because he's in Buffalo and I haven't done Bills games hardly at all. Josh Allen, if you can't root for that guy – something's mm-hmm. wrong with you all the stuff he's done in buffalo the way he's embraced that city the way they've embraced him his ability i mean his abilities to just flick the wrist and throw a ball 40 yards 50 yards 60 yards or just 
outrun linebackers and defensive backs because he's so damn fast and he's big. Mm-hmm. It, they're, they're, that was a game where it was like, whoever wins, wins. I, I really appreciate both teams. And, and it, mm-hmm. it was as good a game as I've ever seen. I didn't hear what the reasoning was for kicking it into the back of the end zone. Obviously, it was talked about. What Was there any... I mean, I, the only reason to not is that you're scared that they're going to return the kick for a touchdown. But short of that, mm-hmm. at that point, take as much time off the clock as you can. And, and if, you know, Buffalo, and I'm sure Sean McDermott is saying, there's 13 seconds. We have a tremendous defense. Yeah. Tremendous. We, we don't yeah. need to play games here. Go ahead. If you can beat if you can get down the field and beat us and well, they did. They tied the game and or they I don't know. Did they win at the end of the game? I guess they won at the end of the game, right? Did they? No, they got it to overtime. They kicked no, they, the field goal. They got it to got overtime. Got it to overtime and, and now that's Allen the new never conversation. Had, they scored a touchdown. That yes. You know, that that we got to yes. change the rule. It's that it, this happens yes. all the time. Like one specific <laughs> example, like we got to tear it all down. Instead, this is ridiculous. But it was never really talked I, about. It used to be no the worst, which was coin flip. You win, go kick a field goal, game over. Now it's coin flip. Yeah, you win, go kick a field goal. The other team gets a chance to possess it, unless they score a touchdown. And you know, I, at some point, somebody's going to get upset because the the rules didn't favor their side. Yeah, but it's it's. I think it's tipping in that it direction. Is. Why not just add add one more thing? Meaning, like, okay, if you kick a field goal, you have a chance to match. Now, if you score a touchdown, you have a fucking chance to match. You cannot kick a field goal. You got to score a touchdown. Right. It makes and, sense. And the only reason why it they didn't do it that way was for the longest time they talked about player safety and eliminating more exactly hits and eliminating more. The more you can save on that, fine. But now we're in seventeen game seasons and. There's more teams in the playoffs, yeah. so it rings a little bit hollow right now. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I think this year was probably an exception, but it feels like there were a lot of overtime games this year. But there's not a ton of overtime games no. in football. So, you know, player safety, eh, you know, it's not, it's not like it's happening every day. And playoffs can be different than the regular season. Yes, true. Meaning you could have that rule for the postseason and say we're going to play a full quarter. And after that quarter? Yeah, because I wanted to see Josh Allen fucking step up after they score that touchdown and be like, all right, let's see it, dude. Now you're, you know, that it was exciting. It was, was, you know, he didn't even get a chance to step on the field. Right. I don't know if he called heads or tails, but I I was texting with people and I was like, the only mistake Josh Allen made was calling tails. <laughs> I, I mean, he he had he a perfect tails. game. Yeah, and he and tails. he loses. That's just that's how good Kansas City. Is. So anyway, it would be interesting if you and I could make bets, mm-hmm. and. You know, I pick a lineup, you pick a lineup, and then we see whose oh, lineup yeah. comes out on top. Well, it's interesting you say that because uh, we have we have a way to do that. And uh, should we explain this now? Is it time? Yeah, but we're only going to do it if if your lineup beats my lineup. I make okay. a donation to your charity. Whatever you pick, your mom's Deal. mind up. Uh, okay, I'll go mind up. I always do everything for mind okay. up. Okay, 
And and if okay. my lineup beats your lineup, you have to make uh let's say five thousand dollar donation both ways. Deal. Um you have to make a Great. donation to St. Louis Children's Hospital. Deal. Five grand, five grand. Both charities are helping children, by the way. Yes. Okay. Good. I like where this is going. And we're doing this at Stat Hero. Yes. Stat Hero, which well, first of all, first of all, we're doing it for the conference championship game. I will do it right? for the AFC championship game because I'm not call- I have nothing to do with that game. Okay, so we'll do it for the AFC yes. game. Okay. I don't Good. feel comfortable Deal. doing it really for a game of that magnitude that I'm calling. So it's got to be something kind of on the other side of the fence. Okay, great. We'll go other side of the fence, AFC. Now let's explain Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the one who's going to be facilitating this, who's going to be making this whole thing happen. It's a daily fantasy website and app where you go pick basically for any sport that gets your attention or that you like, or even if you don't, if you just want a reason to watch the games and and have a little something on the line, you go there, you download Stat Hero, and you make up your lineup most of the time to play against the house. And the house makes a lineup mm-hmm. of a handful of fantasy players. You make a lineup of a handful of fantasy players. Whichever side uh, has more points at the end of that particular weekend or round of games, you either win or you lose. You you play the house. And in this case, I'm going to play against you. So I'm, I'm going to have a lineup. You're going to have a lineup of AFC players mm-hmm. in that game. That's and, right. And we'll go right. we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, check out the lineups and make uh, make your decision. We do get a cap. So you get a salary cap and we can pick players based on that cap. We have to decide how many players we're going to want in this lineup. At Stat Hero, there are different there are different uh, number of players that you can choose from. Sometimes it's a head-up situation, sometimes it's a three three-player uh, game. What's great about Stat Hero, honestly, because I have played a bunch of these sites before, is it's very easy to use. You are not constantly thinking and wondering and and, and researching. You know, it's 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 really user friendly, especially um, if you're looking to get into sports betting. Yeah, you know, and they've got they have golf, they have baseball, they've got all all the sports, and um, really a simple interface. And so you can go on there, and you can click on our thing, the Buck versus Hudson, choose the lineup that you think is going to win, put some money down on it. Whoever wins between Joe and I have to donate that $5,000 to, to each other's charity. I like it. Everybody wins. Everybody benefits, especially these kids. Uh, but for you and me... Mm-hmm. Our pride's on the line a little bit, and uh, I like to put my mm-hmm. sports knowledge up against yours, and I like to do it, in this case, the AFC. Now, we're going to have a smaller pool to pick from. I mean, they, there's plenty of t- there are plenty of players on these two teams to pick Yes, where I can show yes. my skill against your skill, and f- people can just choose which side has picked a better lineup. If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We That's beg right. you. 
Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break. All right, Joe, welcome to Saturday afternoon. When's this game? <laughs> no, it's Sunday afternoon. So you're Sunday afternoon. What? Let me welcome post the sports to sports stuff. Oh, I, okay. Uh, you might want to give me a, a shot at it, but go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You, you go ahead. You, you got it. Hey, this is Oliver Hudson from Foxborough Field coming at you from Arrowhead. Looking at the moon from SoFi. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I was trying to do an entry. You know, I was trying to do a... Maybe you should handle this part. You, you, you do our intro. You're better at this. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to a great, great time here at Stat Hero. I'm Joe Buck, along with my partner... Oliver Hudson, Oliver Hudson, the color man. Uh, and we are here to pick our little fantasy team, little head-to-head, little four-player action for the AFC Championship game, a game that I'm not doing, so I feel okay doing this. We are we are here uh, on behalf of uh, Stat Hero, and we are going to do the shortest snake draft of all time. We are going to pick four players from the upcoming AFC Championship game. And I'm going to compile my four, and Ollie's going to compile his four, and then we're going head-to-head. Whoever's team gets more points mm-hmm. wins, and charity is the benefit from that winner's, uh, that winner's side. Compliments of the loser who goes by the name of Oliver Hudson. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, look, I, I, the, the issue here is, is that everyone is going to th- assume that because you are in sports, that you announce football, that you know more than I do. The truth is, is that you don't, that I won my fantasy league this year, champions, shout out to Mark Rose, my partner, and uh, I just want to let the audience, let the people know not to just go with you because you happen to be in football. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. And in, in, in our little uh, fantasy football league amongst our uh, broadcast team, I, we won two games. And I say we because it's me and Casey Garland, one of the guys that works with us, and we won two games. So we came in DFL, dead friggin' last. <laughs> so I got nothing. I got no juice. But I'm in this because I'd like to win 5000 extra dollars for St. Louis Children's Hospital. So, me too. Me too, um, me too. And by the and, way, I will come up with something, a little side bet that that will be between us that will be revealed at some point. Okay, so yes, there's the charitable aspect, but there also is something else that is in the works that is brewing within my mind as we speak. Stay tuned. Now, explain one thing real quick. The snake draft with four people. <laughs> four players. Four people. It's going to be so fast. It's going to make your head spin. All right. Uh, we got to figure out okay. who goes first in this thing. So because you're younger and you have a, a show on Fox called uh, The Cleaning Lady, I'm going to let you I'm going to let you go first mm-hmm. and uh, I'll, I'll come back with picks two and three. So go. Yeah. You know what? You're, it's true. Maybe I should go first because I look older than you. I mean, <laughs> seriously, the crow's feet. It's it's like an entire flock going on around your eyes so i uh, but i accept your invitation <laughs> and i will go first and i will pick patrick mahomes okay fine i got i got uh, i'll go burrow and hill uh i'm gonna back up my uh patrick mahomes with uh mr travis kelsey the tight end you know, it's all the same team i see we were going i'm gonna go um i'll do a little chase 
Jamar Chase for you. I will. Uh, I'll go Joe Chase. Mixon. I'll go Joe Mixon. Okay, well, I will match your running back with a running back in Edwards Hilaire. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and I'll come back around and wrap up this rapid snake draft of four players on each team with Mr. T. Higgins. T E E Higgins. Sleeper. T. Higgins Sleeper. can either just go off or just do absolutely nothing. We, we shall know. see. That's why they play the game. We shall but I see. do I do want you to know that you spell St. Louis S T period Lewis. Mm-hmm. Children's Hospital, and it's going to be five grand their way because my team clearly is better than yours. I disagree. And if you win, I will go to your doctor and do a few little hair transplants while you film it. <laughs> okay, good. And if you win, I will, uh, I will put some sort of a bevel. Uh, I'll sleep on one so that the sides of my eyes... Match yours going forward, uh, just so that we can be even bigger brothers uh, than we currently are. Okay, fine, deal. I know uh, we, we will tattoo. We can do little tattoos. We'll take you to Doctor Wu, one of the great tattoo artists, and we will tattoo crow's feet onto your face. <laughs> okay, great. You get hair plugs. I get crow's feet. Everybody wins. Boom. Perfect. This um, is right, why Joe. football is is the great unifier. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. And by the way, for those of you who are participating in this bet, feel free to make your own personal bets with each other. And that would be fun to actually hear what personal bets you might have with someone based on whether I win or whether Joe wins. That could be a, that could be fun. Yeah. No, it's it's uh this this is new territory. This is the Wild West and uh we're happy to be uh, out there, you know. As that's right, I'm I'm the gunslinger. I'm the gunslinger, and you right. like You're are a barber. Wyatt. You're a barber, right? <laughs> Pulling the shade down while the the bad guys ride into town. <laughs> right, high noon comes and you are like jumping a barrel somewhere. Oh my gosh! Looks like there's gonna be a gunfight. <laughs> Let me jump in this water barrel. don't go anywhere we'll be back after this short break with more daddy issues it's good so that's going to be up there at stat hero and uh we invite you all to uh to pick a side oliver and me you're so much more popular online i feel like everybody's going to go with with Oliver, but no, because well, we're going to promote this in other ways as well, not just here. And, and uh, I think the lineups will speak for themselves. I don't think they're going to bet on the guy. They're, you know, no one's going to bet on my popularity or your popularity. Maybe I think you'll probably get more yeses just because you are in the world. They don't think people don't think that I have much knowledge. Right? They think you're like a typical Hollywood guy trying to act yeah. like you know you know things about <laughs> sports and i've i've been i've been in the company of of many of them uh mm-hmm. and i just sit there and, and smile inwardly as they tell me you know i was at a party actually the first time i ever met your sister uh at a new year's eve party and there was a really high profile musical entertainer who was there 
Mm. Elton John. And that person and I started talking. And and when the sports guy shows up at the little Hollywood party, uh, this is how Mm. I got Kate. She's like, she stopped me on on the way into her house. I was with Jason Patrick. I wasn't sure that Jason was actually invited to her house. And I thought, oh, my God, we're going to Kate Hudson's house at midnight on New Year's Eve. And I'm not sure we're actually supposed to be invited to this thing. I hope I don't see Kate Hudson because she's going to be like, why are you, who are you and why are you in my house? (laughs) And as we not open the front door, your sister is standing there like, "Uh uh-huh. And, and Jason's like, yeah, uh, so-and-so said it was cool if we come by. She's having a big party. Yeah. Okay, sure. And then I walk in and she puts her hand on my shoulder and she goes, wait a minute, who are you? And I was like, this is my biggest nightmare actually literally coming true because he's asking me the she's asking me the question that I didn't want to have her ask me. And I said, Well, I'm she goes, No, 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 don't tell me. You're 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 the football guy. You're the you're the announcer that's on TV. Oh my God. And then was asking me a million football questions. Then I make my way out to the back. Yeah. Uh, and this person was kind of DJing the the night. And it was like, oh my God. Josh Grobe. Huh? Josh Groban? <laughs> Not Josh Groban. And and this person okay. says to me, I mean, who do you like in the upcoming Super Bowl? And uh I said, Well, I don't I don't know even know what I answered. And and this person said, I think here's my prediction for this Super Bowl. This was back in 06. I think it'll be the New England Patriots against the Cincinnati Bengals or whatever. But this person mm-hmm. said two teams that we're in the same conference. <laughs> right. And, and this person's like, what do you think? I'm like, yeah, I mean, you make a good point. You make it, yeah. I could see it. <laughs> I could see the Patriots playing the Steelers <laughs> in this year's Super Bowl. In- <laughs> and then back to DJing, this person went, and uh, I walked away going, that, so you, that person doesn't know shit. Don't you, I know, but don't you find it, didn't you want to correct them at all, or you just don't even want to? No, do I, I'm not going to correct that person. That person, in my mind, is it's like the it's like the show Dave we were talking about when he goes to the party right. of the producer yeah. at Bieber's house, and he's talking to Courtney Kardashian, whatever. Now Dave is arguing with Courtney Kardashian at the party. I mm-hmm. would have just. Mm-hmm gone along with whatever the hell she or anybody there of certain stature said because I'm not Tom Cruise Tom, Tom Cruise. perfect example perfect if he said yeah oh no that's not the person but if he said something along those lines I'd be like hell yeah in fact I'm gonna run out I'm gonna put money on that because there's no there's no doubt yeah that the Patriots are gonna play the Steelers this year in the Super Bowl <laughs> <laughs> Leo's Leo nope Leonardo nope. DiCaprio. Oh, man. Well, you'll tell me off air. I'm excited now. Have I never told you that story? Excited. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. That was no. one of the craziest nights of my life. Really? Why? Not not wild in any way, but it just like I was walking around. It was like uh, Madame Tussauds just, Wax Museum come to life. Right. Wax Museum. Right. <laughs> celebrities everywhere all these celebrities i'm like what am i doing here and i'm with jason patrick who's you know one of my few at the time celebrity actor friends 
And, you know, he's like, this party sucks. You know, whatever he's saying. I'm like, are you right, shitting me? Right. And you're like, I can sit here like, in this crazy? kitchen and watch people walk around for the next 10 hours. I'm good. I'll sit right here. You can leave if you want to leave. Uh, man, those Halloween parties we had were epic. Yeah. So fun. Halloween is was one of the great holidays, you know, for adults, I think. I mean, the, the, the chance to dress up, you just lose every inhibition in you. you. You are allowed to become a different person. And I think it's just so telling that everyone has a side of them that doesn't want to be them. I'm not saying in a grand sort of psychological way where everyone's fucked up, even though we are all a little bit, but there is this beauty of not being yourself. It's it's liberating. Yeah, which is the first time I was ever around you socially other than playing golf was you dressing up as like an old school weightlifter guy with a bald cap on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, walking around with a styrofoam barbell. Yeah. Oh, that was great. That Mark, my friend Mark Rose and I do all we did while we did costumes together, and and we were going to be old timey weightlifters. But we go all out. It's not we we do not spare any. No, expense. you hire like and you I, must hire Hollywood makeup I, people and. No, I, I I went into the valley, and I was in the deep 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 valley, and I was pulling up to this weird. It wasn't even a, a makeup room. It was a storage facility that they found this guy online who was going to do my bald cap. And I literally, I texted Mark right before I was going in and I texted him the address. That if I don't, if I go missing, this is, this is the, my last known location. Cause it was weird. And I was in there for two and a half hours with this guy. It turned out to be a nice guy, a really nice guy. He was a Vietnam vet. Um, you know, he had some crazy PTSD it was, you know, he, he was and normal. Why were but you there to get made up? To get a to get a bald cap done. This is me being a cheap ass, you know. Hollywood people is going to cost X amount of dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? No. And I found some how do you, dude. But how in the do you valley. go about finding this person deep in the valley? Uh, uh, yeah, a veteran. It's like Google, you know. Google. I need a bald cap applicator. I need a person? bald cap. Yeah, bald cap applicators. Wow. Put put it under the goog and see what comes up you know i found this guy and it was great he did a great job oh my God. <laughs> well he did but we walked into I the party and mark is on my shoulders he's on my shoulders with the foot the thing with the barbells but there's so much God, pressure on that party to show yeah, up there is. dressed as something either either amazingly creative Mm-hmm. Or just an unbelievable, unbelievably well done costume, even if it's not creative. Like mm-hmm. I'm going as you know whatever. Uh, right, doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm I'm going to show up as Peyton Manning. But but somehow, yeah, you being in L.A. and being in the acting world, you could probably somehow with prosthetics and whatever somehow look like somewhat of Peyton Manning. Sure, sure. So. Yes. I, I was I was preparing. I've been to one or two of those, and it's like I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm looking shopping in costume stores in St. Louis, and I you know do I want to show up as a beetle like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band? <laughs> do I want to be a? I mean, 
I don't know, one of the Von Trapp kids. I have no idea, but that's that's you know the Von Trapp kids. That's a funny costume. A whole group is just like sound. Right. And then you but then you do the so long, farewell, I'll be the same goodbye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cuckoo. (laughs) Um all right. We gotta we gotta roll it down here. Roll down the roll down the garage door. It's time for a little bit. We gotta roll down the garage door. I gotta I got a pre-interview with uh, Colbert. I'm actually going to New York tomorrow. And I'm going to be on the Stephen Colbert show with my sister. If you Let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. If the only podcast mm. you talk about is your sibling yeah. rivalry one and not this. That's why, that's why we're going on okay, it, Okay, well, honest. then do your pre-interview. You go, <laughs> yeah, I know, but this is great. I love it. I'm with my sister. But I've got this other one. That's you know, Joe favorite. Buck, he was on this I show. Sh- he was on this show a couple of years ago. I went on that show the night I told my daughters that Michelle was pregnant with their future oh. brothers. And how did that go over? Not well. Not well. And and as I've said a million times on the show, it went from, oh my God, what the hell is happening in my life and to my world from their perspective, which I totally understand, to they want to eat their brothers they love them so much it's been such yes but that's the night marked in time like oh my god we went from lunch when i told them and you talk about (laughs) unable to pull the trigger on starting that conversation not that it's anything bad but but just like okay uh yeah you're gonna how about that ketchup boy they got great ketchup here at pj clark's and uh uh, you got to rip the band-aid off with that, right? They're older, you know, it's sort of just, hey, girls, Michelle's pregnant. I don't know how else to tell you this. It's it's happening. My, my penis went into her vagina multiple times and, and stuff yeah, came dude, out. Yeah, but it wasn't even that. It was, it, it, this was the, their IVF. I mean, I was not even in the same room. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's so, right. So did you, but wait, you did, you had to do a masturbation situation? No, they went into my groin. Because I had had a vasectomy. Oh, Jesus. We haven't even talked about this. Let's well, say now we that. have something for podcast number 900 next week. <laughs> next on Daddy Issues, extracting semen from a vasectomized well, they, dick. I've, I've had three. I've had the vasectomy. I had the vasectomy reversal. But because I had had my hey. issue with being intubated in my hair fiasco i said i can do the reversal but i have to be awake i'm not going to be intubated they're like we've never done it that way yeah well then they gave me a block from my mid back down so i couldn't feel anything but they were doing the vasectomy reversal while i'm talking to the doctor and while i'm talking to you know the other people in the operating room didn't work (sighs) and then eventually when we went through the whole IVF thing, they're like, well, yeah, you don't, you don't need to do that. We can just go right in. Men continue to produce sperm. It's just the vasectomy doesn't allow it to come out. Like, wait, so Mm -hmm. I didn't have to do the vasectomy (laughs) reversal. (laughs) Did I miss that part of the conversation or that page in the brochure? Cause I, I would not have done that, especially with a block and talking to everybody. Jeez. Well, on the next episode of Daddy Issues, I definitely want to understand how they go into your ball sack and extract sperm. Yeah, I can, I can explain what I know about it, which is about three sentences worth, but sure. 
<laughs> I'll, be, okay. I'll be more prepared next week. All right, good. Yeah, do your research. Um, all right, well, we'll see you next week. Go to Stat Hero, bet on one of our lineups. You might be making money yourself, and you're also, you're also doing some good because uh, winner gives. Yeah. Winner receives, sorry. Winner receives a nice donation to their charity of their choice. So yep. let's go. Get on it. And even if you don't know football, even if you don't understand football, you know, just go. Make, make, make some picks. Learn. It's a great learning experience. No, it is. Call me. DM me. I'll give you some ideas. At the Oliver Hudson on Instagram. Oh my God. All right. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't DM me. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. All right, man. Bye. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger. <laughs> 